Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Hearts of Iron. This is a podcast where I'm going to be talking about Hearts of Iron 4, the video game, and a lot of the historical context behind certain bits of it, national focuses, and some game strategies. So, yeah, let's get into this. Okay, so what do I want, what I want to do today is to discuss what you would do if you were Poland in 1939. Like, we all know they are annexed by Germany, right? They were split up between Germany and the USSR. But I want to explore an alternate path today, and what would you do if you were in Poland's position? So, if you ever have the pleasure of playing Germany in Hoi 4, right? It's one of the best countries to play, in my opinion. You'll know that one of the focuses, focuses is reassert eastern clans, right? You take the city of, you take the port of Danzig from Poland, the Danzig Corridor, and you take back most of the former territory of the German Empire. So, I want to see what would, what the best strategy would be if to do, what the best strategy to do would be if you were in Poland's position then. So, I think the first, this, this, this is always the first for me, right? You never undergo a violent civil war. That's just going to make you hate them harder, respect. That's just gonna make them hate you harder. Just even, especially if they're already in a war, they're just gonna crack down on you harder. So I never think that's a good idea. I always prefer negotiation. But if you can do guerrilla tactics work, if you can make guerrilla tactics work, more power to you. Like America, for instance. I talked about America last week. Go watch the episode. But what would you do if you're on Paul's vision? Well, they. For the most part, war guerrilla fighters fighting in the streets of Warsaw. They had to enlist every man, woman, and child they could find in order to fight for for their for their freedom. And if you're in Poland's position, <coughs> excuse me. If you're in Poland's position, you're definitely going to want that freedom because you had you haven't had a state for over a hundred years. Like, think about it. But at the end of the 18th century, you you got basically gangbanged by Prussia, Germany, by a coalition of Prussia, Russia, and Germany, and they split up your territory. Right? It's gone. Polish Lithuanian Commonwealth dead. That was the only Polish state at the time, and besides the free city of Krakow, there was no Polish state until the Treaty of Versailles at the end of World War One. So you've only had like 10 years of peace up until this point. So you're you're gonna be mad if you just got conquered again. So that's one of the reasons that the Polish are riled up. They're, like and like I said, they were fighting in the streets of Danzig. They they for the most part, I think they did guerrilla warfare properly. But um, one of the things that happens in Hoi Four is that the UK will guarantee Poland. Because we already went through this, right? They're like, hey, we already went through this Czechoslovakia, right? We're, we're, we'll give them the Sudetenland. It's, it's fine. It's on Gidori. But then they're like, no, Germany, you can't have any more. You can't have Poland. Like, but I want Poland. Like, no. You can't have Poland. You declare war on them, we're declaring war on you. They guarantee Poland's independence, right? So... 
And that's Germany's first big mistake. Is... I'm not talking about Germany, but this, that's Germany's first big mistake. Is... N not cutting off the British. Not... Not getting naval superiority in their... In those regions to cut off the British. Before declaring war on Poland, right? But what... There's not much Poland could do in this situation, I see. Except enlist the help of the Soviet Union. Because soon Germany would break the Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact. So the best thing, the best option for you, if you're Poland, is to try to improve relations with the Soviet... If you're government in exile, right? The best option for you is to try to improve relations with the Soviet Union. And... Fight alongside them when once Germany declares war on them. So that's a good option for you. But are you good? Are you gonna give them their eastern lands that they claim? Your eastern? Are you gonna give them your eastern lands that they claim? Because if you don't, they're gonna declare war on you too and take back what they want. So everyone has a piece of Poland that they want, and not everyone's gonna be able to get it. So. If you're Poland, the best thing to do in that situation is first of all ally with the Soviet Union. Second part, just give them. Second part, just give them what they want. Okay. It's basically simping for the Soviets, but give them what they want. Um. The strategy of coming a Soviet. Well, it wasn't really their choice, was it, to become a Soviet puppet. But, I have to admit it did help get Poland back on their feet after the war. Warsaw was the most, power was, was the most powerful city in the Eastern Bloc, so... It definitely helped. But... I've gotten sidetracked. The point of this video is to... The point of this episode is to explore an alternate timeline. So let's do that. Let's say Poland turns fascist. Alright. They... In real life and... In real life and in the game, Poland turns fascist. Okay. They up their conscription laws. Okay. They start to militarize. They build factories. They employ civilian workers. They fix their fucking trade relations. That's a good start. Um, they militarize. You know, they gotta remilitarize the German border, or else they're not gonna do well. The idea is that no, what I'm trying to say. Poland will refuse their ultimatum, Germany's ultimatum, but. Germany still has war goals on Poland. So, UK is gonna still guarantee Poland, even though they're fascists. Which seems kind of offbeat to me. But, you never know. They probably will. They probably still will. So, what? Germany declares war on Poland anyway. Poland, newly militarized and still fascist, Fights them off. 
They put they push all the way to Berlin. And the Germans capitulate. So what now? Well, obviously take East take East Germany, make the rest of it your puppet. That seems like the best option there. But you're in your allies with the um the British too, so you kind of fr- you're still kind of friendly with them. I think the best course of option, course of option, <laughs> the best course of action would be to go up against the Soviet Union. Of course, not in winter. We all know the meme. Not in winter. Take the Soviet Union. Move your boys to the eastern. As you do this, you're gonna keep militarizing, right? But you're gonna move your boys to the eastern front. They're going to push toward the Soviet Union. So you attack in like March or something. Well, it's still pretty cold up there in March. Like May or June. Say so you attack in May or June. You'll probably reach Stalingrad by late August or early September. If you're pushing far enough. Again, I think the best thing for you to do would be to build forts along would be to build forts and really militarize the Soviet border to grind their manpower down. And then you push forward aggressively. Push forward aggressively, right? Then, if you head up by June, you'll make it to Stalingrad by at least September. So you're not going to get caught up by the Russian winter. Also, use tanks. That's the secret to Blitzkrieg right there. Use tanks to just bulldoze across the Soviet Union. Boom. That's Soviet Union dead. You're gonna re- you're gonna release Bel- you're gonna satellite Belarus and Ukraine. You have like a-, a bunch of border states now. That's the best strategy in my opinion. What's the next course of action? Well, you're gonna ask Lithuania. What? Well, I'm Getting off track. Let's say you took East Prussia from the Germans, right? Next course of action, Lithuania. Try to get them to re- to, to form the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth with you again. They probably succeed, because they were swept up by the Russians too at, at the end of the 18th century. They'll probably accept that offer. Uh, better you than the Soviets, right? You will probably have a hard time going with Hungary. No, probably won't with Hungary. Never mind. Hungary, Czechoslovakia, you're all good friends, right? But Ukraine's still going to want Carpathian and Ruthenia back. So just to clean up that border, I say you would send the ultimatum to Czechoslovakia. They'll probably accept. But... I mean, okay. Shifting gears from the game. I'm going to talk about real life. Also, that did apply to real life, but... If we move into real life... You could sweep across Europe, you know? You could backstab... Because you're fascist. You could backstab Britain. You could sweep across Europe. No one could stop you, right? You're unstoppable. Unstoppable Poland. Your first step on your your world tour is uh, Czechoslovakia, obviously. Make them your puppet. Need need border states like what the Soviet Union did. Uh, Hungary next. 
you know, just keep pushing through the ball. You're a Catholic state, so you definitely want to go take out things like Albania or Turkey, or you're going to want to try to get other Catholic states in Europe on your side. Spain, Portugal, Italy are, Italy are, um, are the big ones. If nationalist Spain won the Spanish Civil War, you're going to want to ally with them as well. They'll probably accept. Italy will probably accept with you as well. Although, depending on whether or not they had already allied with Germany, they might not. If they hadn't already allied with Germany, you're golden. If they had already allied with Germany, they're still going to be mad at you because you killed Germany, and they're probably going to declare war on you eventually. So next step, try to secure the border with Italy. You're going to need to go down into Switzerland and Austria um, in order to puppet them and form a border with the Italian, form a border state with the Italians. One problem. You could already have Austria if Germany did Anschluss. Or if you try to take or you could try to take Austria and Switzerland at the same time, but they're probably gonna get guaranteed. Switzerland's definitely gonna get guaranteed. They always get guaranteed by the Allies. So that's probably gonna be off the table unless you can convince them diplomatically to join you. Not join you, but like puppet you. Demand a puppet regime. I think that's the best course of action there. Okay. Now you're at the border with the Italians. What do you do? Well, start building forts. Start really fortifying and militarizing the border. They're right on the mountains. So if the Italians just keep pushing more and more troops at them, unless they fortify too, you're just going to keep grinding away at them until you just boom, plow right through the Italian peninsula. Easy peasy. But, the more you're building them, you're going to lower the autonomy, their, their autonomy. So, depending on how quickly you justify the war goal, you're, they're going to be re-annexed. You can re-annex them, which may or may not be a good idea, depending on what you want to do. I, I'm going to leave that up to whatever you want to do. But you want to do with France now. So you just want to keep pushing across the continent. You want to deal with France now. Spain will probably still be on your side, so you can so you can just double team them from two from the two ends. Spain will probably build forts in the Pyrenees Mountains. It, it, it's always a good strategy to build forts in the mountains, if you can't tell. But you're gonna have to do a belt. You're gonna have to pull Germany and go through Belgium. You're you're not getting through the Maginot Line. Unless you've already taken Italy and Switzerland by the time you get to France. If you've already taken both of those, you just go around the National Line. It's no big deal. And you don't even need to mess with the Benelux, so you're not going to call them the British either. There's that. Um, okay, so put, put, put your uh, troops in the front line. I say mostly use tanks just so you can plow right through um, France. You can meet up. You can meet up with the Spanish horses as they grind the French troops to a halt. You merge your front lines, push up from the south. France, Paris is yours. If you just take the tanks and plow through France, that's peak blitzkrieg right there. You just go right through. No defenses whatsoever. Just plow right through France. 
Mm. Okay. Now you've taken out most of Europe. Don't deal with the bunny looks yet. They're they're irrelevant. Deal with Britain now. At this point you're probably gonna have a superior navy. So as they get building up some convoys and ships and start getting supremacy all around the British Isles. That's your goal. Once you get naval supremacy all around there, declare the war um make the war goal. And um lost my train of thought. Make the war goal and prepare the naval invasion. Or there's the other course of option. If Britain is still your ally And France probably isn't. If Britain is still your ally, then you can land your troops in Britain. You can land your troops in Britain. Um, assign them all to garrison areas all across the British Isles, right? And then, only do this I have a big army around This isn't even my strategy. This is from um, YouTuber Torior. Uh, go check him out. He's pretty cool. But this is not my strategy. He, he came up with that one. Um, you're going to move your troops to the British Isles. Garrison all the victory points. Only do this if I have a big, if I have a big army, remember. Garrison all the victory points. And once you leave the factory, you're just going to wipe away like half your army in the British Isles. They're just going to die. So you leave the faction, declare war. Boom, you're going to take almost half the provinces in one full swoop. Britain's going to fall pretty quickly. Just do a little micromanagement play around with it and express the provinces, you're golden. You're never going to get London. You're never going to get London, though, on the first try, so just put a dedicated, like, an army or two to it. It doesn't really matter. Uh, you're taking out Britain now. I would probably satellite British Raj. I would... I'd just take all of Africa, honestly. I'd satellite British Malaya. I'd take Australia too. I'd take Canada. Britain might call it Britain might call in the rest of Canada, which I would puppet. That's a front line with the United States as well. So, now you've taken Britain. You could take Ireland if you want to, but they don't really matter. Now let's move back over to the Balkan front, right? You can take the Balkans. First, first stop is Hungary. Hungary would probably call in... No, they wouldn't call in that. You could naval invade the Ottoman... You could naval invade Turkey, which would call in Romania. You could take up both of them with one war. From there, you will go to Hungary, Bulgaria, and Yugoslavia. You can probably take them all out in one fell swoop as well. Balkans would probably fall pretty easily. Yeah, Al Albania and Greece. Depending on, depending on if Italy already took Albania and Greece, you would just get them from Italy. But if you don't, if they if they didn't, you have to annex them as well. So you start pushing to the Middle East. It's what that is one of the worst places to conquer in the game, especially if you go over 
the Caucasus Mountains in the Soviet Union. So, obviously, conquering Turkey is the first step there. Um, after that, after you conquer Turkey, after you take Turkey, your next stop is going to be Iraq. That's probably one of the easiest places to conquer in the Middle East, just because they're flat. Just because it's so flat, you can plow right through it with tanks, no problemo. If you try to take French Syria, you could have already gotten them when you took France. But if you didn't, if it spawned, say, Free France, you're going to have a bad time because they could garrison in Lebanon and just grind your troops to a halt. So, I would say naval invade them. I think that's a better option. You're probably going to have naval supremacy in the Mediterranean anyway, so you can naval invade them pretty easily. Like, if you've done everything I've set up to this point, you're going to have territory all around the Mediterranean, so you're probably going to have naval supremacy anyway. Uh, but Iran is one of the worst places to come. There's um Saudi Arabia, too, but there's... The only reason they're hard to conquer is because they're so big. It's really hard pushing through the de- pushing through the desert, specifically specifically Saudi Arabia because there's no like rivers or lakes anywhere. So the rivers and lakes in Iraq make it really easy, but Saudi Arabia not so much. But Iran is the worst to conquer just because once you once you take over Khuzestan, the um. It's like the only flat province that's east of the that's west of the Zagros Mountains in Iran. That's where most of their oil is. Um, once you take that, there's no getting past the Zagros Mountains. Like it, it's natural. It's a natural defense. It has been for thousands of years. Best strategy there is to go through the old Soviet territory through Central Asia, but. That's also kind of tough, because there's mountains there, too. So, again, I would probably say naval invade through, like, a port or something. Just quickly take a port and just run, run through there. Or you could go through, um, if you've taken British Raj already, if you've satellited British Raj already, you could go through British Raj, you could go through Afghanistan, but... but they're also kind of hard, because they're also really mountainous, but you can go through Afghanistan. Oh, no. Actually, I think British Russia is a border with Iran. I think they do. Yeah, because Afghanistan's landlocked. Okay, so you can go right through Afghanistan, you can come around there. That's probably your best option. Go through British Raj, or former British Raj, and just plow through Iran that way. Best option, probably. How are you going to deal with the Japanese? Don't fucking worry about the Japanese, honestly. They're, they're not a big deal. They're going to they're gonna form the Greater East Asian Cool Prosperity Sphere. At this point, they're never going to join the Axis. Um, what do you do about America, though? Because America is probably your biggest threat. You've taken out Britain, you've taken out France, uh, you've taken out Germany. you take out Soviets, too. America is your biggest threat right now. Obviously, you're always going to puppet them. And you're always going to come down through Canada. Which you should have puppeted already. But. You have to. First, you have to rush Washington, D.C. 
Then you have to rush Los Angeles. Then you have to rush New York. There's a lot of rushing involved when you try to take the United States. If you want a quicker war, you could probably bring on Mexico. Ask Mexico to join your faction and you can move troops through Mexico. It'll be easier to rush places like Florida or Los Angeles. Because Los Angeles is one of the capitals that can form if you take Washington. It would be pretty easy to rush New York and Washington from Canada, though, so I wouldn't worry about that. I would mostly use tanks, though. I would mostly use tanks and infantry. It's a lot easier to just mow down everything in sight. You just blitzkrieg right through America. Should be easy peasy. Of course, puppet them. Alright, puppet them. That's always a main goal. But, I think this was a fun thought exercise. Alternate history, what would you do for Poland, right? Alright, see you next week, y'all. Chip her out.